up, Detroit? What's poppin'? What's going on? Welcome to Smoking Thoughts. Smoking. It was Fat Thoughts from Skinny Minds, but we thought that was, it just didn't make sense. Didn't work out. Didn't work out. Didn't make the cut. So we got a couple of episodes with that name. Y'all might listen to them, go back to them. Just you know, just mind that it was under maintenance. We was, right. We were smoking. Yep. Yep. Treated as uh, <laughs> test pilots. Well, Pilot the, run. Right. Well, y'all know me. This big Newt. He already said himself. And we ready to get this episode. What number is this? Four. Four. On the road. Let's ride. You ready to ride? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. You driving? Yep. All right. I got my peanut M&Ms. <laughs> got the blunt. Ready. Straight. Got the GPS. Sunglasses. Yep. I'll take the gas. <laughs> Half ounce. <laughs> the Black Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. Since the last time I talked to y'all. Yeah, which was, which was that. It last was, time. Right. <laughs> My Pistons have been doing some great things. So I just wanted to touch on that, man. I want to touch on the simple fact that Andre Drummond, the person everybody talking about get rid of him because he can't make free throws. The brother was 12 for 14 the other day. He's shooting 75% this year, opposed to the 38% he was shooting last year. Hey, uh, you ever live somewhere... And then neighborhood bring you down. You don't you don't feel yourself. You like, you know, you hate even coming home to go home. You know, and you be at home just depressed, and you don't you just don't feel yourself. And then you move to a better neighborhood, and then the house is better. You feel good about coming home. You want to like, hey, yeah, you know, visual, visual make the mind. You know what I'm saying? Make like, the mind yeah, go, like man. nigga coming to a new house. Hey, you want to act right. You, know you, you say that, fight? cousin of ours, JJ out in Vegas. Right. Brother told me. What up, JJ? Brother told me, if I go broke, I'd rather be homeless in Las Vegas than come back to Detroit and see the the dirty snow, the dirty streets, opposed to living in Vegas on the streets, looking at new stuff and seeing new bright construction. Yeah, because it, it, it just makes it's like different. mentally, you, you like, at least, shit, at least I ain't going to be cold. Right. I mean, maybe in the night, you know, in the winter, like, it get down to 40 and shit in the desert. But, but he, wasn't even, desert. He, wasn't, he wasn't even speaking of the weather, just the, the visual, like you said. Oh, yeah, because it's pretty. It's, yeah. It ain't snow. It ain't right. it ain't ever like a downtrodden gray and just depressing look. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no offense, Detroit, but we live in Michigan, so we get snow and it get dirty. So you know how it is. But coming downtown... To a new house, everybody can see you. The brothers can see you now. You know they ain't gotta be talking about their L's ball and shit. They can catch the bus or the Q line to the to the crib and sit watch you now. Nigga want to play. Speaking of Q line, man, <laughs> they need to extend the Q line. Yeah, to to all the hoods. Well, let's explain what the Q line is to the people that are listening that's not from Detroit. It's a train that runs two miles, down, and they call it mass transit. Down one of the main street in the city, and they call it mass transit. And it only runs two miles. It caters to all the new people. It caters to white folks. <laughs> so listen, listen to well, all my white friends. 
You know how I am. You know how I was in college. It is what it is. Michigan, Detroit is is going through a gentrification uh, process, and it's being set up for you know white folks. You know what I'm saying? And I hate. I mean, what it is, what it is. Right. So that's that's it. But they ain't extended it to the to the neighborhoods or further out. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's a lot of money. You should see it. It's like one big monstrosity of two trains. I mean, it's just, just a man. It, it, it's a great idea, but it's just it's not servicing. You can't even drive down the street right with it. Niggas is crashing and shit. If they do the plan like it started off to go all the way out to Pontiac, it, it, it'd Shout be useful. Shout out to Pontiac. Then. It'd Shout be useful. But just going from downtown to New Center area, hey, I could walk that for the price of that. It's only for, you know, nine to five commuters. People want a tourist attraction. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I mean, the Motor City, right? Why would you have, like, a elevated train or L system like Chicago going all out through the neighborhoods if we make cars? So, makes yeah. sense. Well, but nowadays, don't make sense because, you know, we ain't the Motor City like that. But we could have had a, mad tra- a mass transit system back in the day when Chicago and New York and everything. Well, then Coleman Young shot that down, right? Nope. Henry Ford himself did it. Wow. Before Coleman Young. Okay. I mean, like when Chicago and New York started implementing their stuff, we was going to do it as well. Oh, sweet. But Henry Ford was afraid that he wouldn't sell cars if they had a mass transit unit. See, that's what I'm saying. More the city shit. But, Why? but he wasn't, at that time, he didn't think that his cars would be a global and iconic as they are. He must have been thinking that if he was stopping mass transit. But he was only, no, he was stopping it in the city. Because of his mass transit in the city, he's thinking only people in the city and the surrounding area where he were building them at was buying his cars. Oh, just not globally. Right. At that time, his cars weren't getting shipped over everywhere. It was a start. Yeah, of it, his cars wasn't, but it still was to Nazi Germany, though. Yeah. And the tanks and, and the yeah. planes they were building at so, the Rouge plant. For Hitler. What up, Rouge? DDMP, what up, though? That's, that's, y- y'all can Google it. Yeah. But today on this, on this episode, we're going to call one of our, our buddies up, man. Guy I haven't talked to in a minute. Young film maker, independent filmmaker. He's been doing it for years. Musician, sound engineer, producer extraordinaire. Let's give him a call and uh, see what's up with him. Hello. Hello. Andre Seawood? Yes, this is me. What's hey, up, everybody. Andre Seawood? <laughs> what's going on? Who's that? This is Bill. Hey, what's up, man? AKA Abno. <laughs> what's up, Andre? What's, <laughs> what's up, Dre? Listen, man, uh, welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. this is uh, Andre Seawood. And we want to welcome him to Smoking Thoughts. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know the title. Yeah, Smoking Thoughts. <laughs> nice, nice. So, yeah, how man. Been, how you been, man? I've been okay, a little stressed out, but I'm okay. I'm okay. I'll make it through. I see uh, you in the middle of a project right now. And mm-hmm. for before we get into that, uh, I just want you to tell the audience a little bit about yourself just a, a brief little bio, and then I'll, we can elaborate on it ourselves too. So, oh well, um, where do I start? I'm a writer, 
filmmaker, the musician down here in Indiana, trying to get my PhD at the University of Indiana, Bloomington. Ooh, and, uh, shout outs to Bloomington. I got a lot of people in Bloomington. Uh, well, do you, where are they? I'd like to meet them. <laughs> this is a strange town. But, um, yeah, I know it is. But I, I, seriously, I, I got a lot of people in Bloomington. Oh, yeah, it's a strange town. I, I, I still not adjusted to it. I've been here for two years. Hey, did you, so. ever, know, did you ever know a guy named Burt Peck? He, 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 he was from Detroit. Uh-uh. Uh, Mar- know. Marlon know him. We'll get, okay. we'll get into that name later, too. Okay. But, <laughs> okay, so listen. Uh-huh. Dre, what are you going to school for? I want to say it, but I mean, you know, what are you getting your PhD for? You know, PhD is going to be in, in cinema and media studies, Sweet. but primarily so I can teach teach film and make films and, you know, have may have a living on in between some, the movies I make. <laughs> on someone else's budget. Yeah, that's exactly. right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah, why so. not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Exactly. And I, 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 want, I want the audience uh, to get a little brief catalog of some of your early work, some... Something that we familiar. One of my one of my favorites being uh, Wasteland. Yeah. Y'all should check yeah. that out. Wasteland. Yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> one, one, of, one of my favorites, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's what, that's what you were in, man. The yeah. guy, that's, yeah, that's, the starring yeah. guy in that movie, he was yeah, awesome. He yeah, was just right. fucking awesome. I don't understand why he didn't get out. Let the past be the past. <laughs> Well, uh, oh, you remember the lines too. Yeah, I the lines, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Wasteland was one of the first films. Uh, I really felt like I really made a film with that one. I had I had a video camera I purchased uh, on sale from uh, Hudson's. You remember Hudson's yeah. apartment wow. store? Hey, I yeah, got uh-huh. my, I got my first cell phone from Hudson's. The, oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so, yeah, so, so it was a cheap video camera uh, and uh, eight, eight millimeter regular video analog video you know and i had bought it because i was intending on making a movie i've been studying movies for like 15 years and i was like i'll make my own and, and it sat in the closet for a year because i couldn't figure out where, where to start you know hey Drake, and uh mm-hmm. just imagine mm-hmm. if youtube was out back then man <laughs> i know i know i know right, man right? i know God it, it, well you, you have a well, network this, this is, now. ancient history yeah yeah ancient well, history at that point <laughs> but in any case i i made I, you know we've been making some short films and i had this idea about a guy who was uh uh, living out of these abandoned buildings downtown because that was when downtown Detroit was like all messed yeah, up. Right. Exactly. You know, yeah, you can't even recognize it now, dude. And I so, mean, uh, go ahead, go ahead. So, I was just saying how how if we if you if we could like uh, get that movie out to show the deter- deterioration of how Detroit was then and how it is now has come back oh, yeah. now. No, only it's thing incredible. you can show is Ford Field and Comerica Park, yeah. and you're right. like that's the area we were filming in. <laughs> all that's gone i mean everything i mean when you look at it now everything is like, I'm like you wouldn't even recognize it but i had that idea that I had this young guy living in these abandoned buildings and then that story sort of built up that he was hiding the body of his dead girlfriend in the building and he witnessed the murder of a, some other guy murdering a guy and hey, him hey, and this hey, killer hey, sort hey, of got hey, together hey, huh? hey, mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. What was that girl name that was? Uh... <laughs> that was Kamari Stith. I, I met her at the Dally in the Alley. I had my camera with me, and I knew Dally I needed a girl alley. for the movie. And I just I saw her in the lens, and I walked up to her and said, "I want you to be in my movie." You know, uh, that's how I used to get she pick up the chicks back then. <laughs> Shout out! <laughs> no, she she's a nice she was a nice girl, nice actress, and um, right. I think her father was a judge. Wow. It's uh, 36th District, if I'm not mistaken. Wow! But, shout out! Uh, shout out! Dally in the Alley, Wayne State, Wayne State area. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I met her there, and uh, that's how I met my first actress when I was making movies in college. I she was sitting in the back row of the film class, and 
we used to always be like, oh, look, fine girl sitting in the back. <laughs> and so I just walked up to her like, you know what? I think you're beautiful. I want you to be in my movie. She's like, okay. I was like, damn. <laughs> wow. That was easy. <laughs> that was really easy. So, Dre, I, I also, I found, you know, I, I did a little research, you know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I, and you're the author of a couple books. Can oh, yeah. Can you oh, elaborate yeah. that on that a little bit, sir? Well, the first book is about screenwriting. It's called Screenwriting into Film. That's the book I'm teaching here at, at uh, Indiana. I teach screenwriting here at Indiana University, and uh, that's the book we teach from. Sweet. Uh, okay. And so anyway, I wrote that because, I, like I said, oh, I've been wait, studying wait, movies wait, for wait, years. Wait, 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 wait. Let's slow down. See, got it. I'm, I'm the smoking part of the thought. So slow down with me. The book, uh, a book you wrote is being used as material for teaching the class. Right, since I'm the instructor of record, (laughs) I said, well, we might as well learn it from my book, you know, and and the class is organized around the book. And they got to buy the book. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I get I get two dollars every book, so yeah, you oh know. My God, and right now I got twenty dollars in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Shit, you winning, you winning, my nigga. Hey, so listen, yeah. so listen. Yeah. Uh, I want the audience to know that uh, NHK Newton and myself, Abno, mm-hmm. we we still do this music, and we we was mm-hmm. rhyming back in the day in the Mighty Lowlands crew, which is. It's still around. It's just you know we are dormant. You know we like we like uh, separated parts of Voltron that's been lying dormant. But you know we still got All the right, skills. Just, 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 just get into the story. I just want I just want to let the audience know that Mr. Seawood used to be our sound engineer and and co-producer to a lot of our original first music. Mm-hmm. And I just got one question: Who was the dopest MC? <laughs> uh, don't ask me that, man. I, you know. I didn't concentrate on the lyrics. I, I was concentrating on music. <laughs> I was so I was so busy trying to learn how to record and you know hey, and Dre, mix. Hey Dre, you know, <laughs> just tell people about that experience at that time. How you was feeling every time we came over there, and then other people would come over that we introduced to you. It was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. It was like you know, it was it was one track after another, and it was a, allowed me to focus. We had a lot you know, of thugs in your mama's house, is, though, dog. <laughs> right, right. Well, they used to go to work. You know, they used to go to work in the afternoon, so you know, we had the whole place to ourselves, literally. So shout, shout out to to Steel Street, man. <laughs> yeah, shout yeah, out to Steel, Steel Street. man. Steel and Grand yep. River, man. That's, that's no way. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Though. Though. That was a lot of fun, though. I mean, it was fun. just you know. And then I could take when we would go over other people's house. I take the equipment with me, you know. We right. record the freestyle, so you know. Uh, I remember that. That's when we came up like, with Dementia that one time. Yep. You, you brought it. Yeah, up yeah, I remember it, that. It was yeah, like twelve people on that track at first. <laughs> <laughs> so Dre, cause oh, like, you're taking me back with that one. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So Dre, man, you you so entertaining because I see you slapping on that axe every once in a while, <laughs> man. And I gotta get you on some riffs and stuff so we can sample something, man. Because man, mm-hmm. you be tearing it up. For those who don't know what an axe is, it's either a bass or a guitar, and Mr. Seawood is uh, proficient in the bass. Yeah, well, that you. was my instrument, man. I mean, I taught taught myself the bass. Well, I had some help, actually, uh, from another dude that used to stay in the King Homes. He was a, I forgot who he played with, but he, he was a professional bass player. Mm. But uh, I guess the group had broke up or whatever, and so he was just you know, living in his mom's basement, and I used to come over and try, try to get lessons from him because... You know, I just had the bass. I just know how to know how to play it. And my the guitar player who convinced me to get the bass was dogging me out every day. Man, you can't play. You can't play. I'm like, I just bought the thing. <laughs> and so I got these lessons. And six months later, 
I was burning up them, them strings, man. He came over to hear me. He's like, wow, dude, you can really play. And I was like, well, you know what? That's great. Now get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> you dogged me for six months. Now, now I can play, fucker. And I started my own band. And, you know, we was touring. Not touring, but going around Detroit playing, you know, our type of music, right. which was kind of new wave uh, rock and roll. And uh, we just didn't leave Detroit, man. We had left Detroit, probably would have been like, live, like uh, what's that group? Uh, it's Living Color, right? The name Living of the group, Color. That Living Black Rock. Yeah, we, we was doing stuff like that before they, you know. Or Bad Brains popular. or something, you know oh, what I'm saying? Exactly. Wow, wow. Exactly. That's and, you awesome. know, so, yeah, so I, I picked up, I stopped playing for like 20 years or so, and I just picked it back up about seven years ago. It was like riding a bike, I man. I was about to say, like riding a motherfucking bike looking at you, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can, I mean, I, I can play stuff I could never play before, and it's just like it's like an adventure, you know. Like this is fun, <laughs> and yeah. I've been recording my own tracks and you know doing all type of stuff. Hey with man, it, so I love it. I'm telling you, that's what I'm saying. I know you're in Indiana, but I got people. I'm telling you, we can <laughs> we got to work something out. But listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. listen, <clears throat> one more thing. You have you have you have some an affection for for the French, you know. You speak fluent French and we speak French. Ah, yeah. Elaborate <laughs> on that, Monsieur. Well, it started. Yeah, it started bon, with bon, film. I had, I had a French class. I had a French class in in college, but I, if it wasn't for the the girl who I got to be in my movie, she was she was fluent in French. I wouldn't have passed that class because I was just couldn't get it. But it's this movie by this uh, French filmmaker called Larjean, and English is called Money. And it's all about this guy who gets this counterfeit bill and it ruins his entire life and he ends up becoming a serial killer. Wow. So take that. Wow. <laughs> so any, I, had, I had been trying to watch the movie for like every year for like four or five years and I could never understand the movie because it's done in such an artistic style. I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm watching. And anyway, after a couple of years of trying, one time I watched it and I, it dawned on me how he was editing the movie to, to tell you the story without telling you the story that's the way i can describe it and once i figured that out i was like oh my god he's a genius now i see why everybody respects this guy robert Bersama. Uh, and so anyway i get all into the movie and it was on videotape and the tape cut off in the middle of the movie because that was the end of the videotape <laughs> so i had to order the movie overseas and wait for it to come here to finish to watch it to figure out i was about a serial killer and that made me want to watch that made me want to learn french wow. so i bought me some teach yourself french books and every hour for a day for six months I taught myself French. I should have just left, <laughs> you yeah, know, because right. I don't know why I stuck around. But I said, let me go ahead and get a degree. So I went back to Wayne State and I got a master's degree in French. And then that somehow led me here to Indiana. I didn't like I ever get to France, at least. Not it's the next about as weird as France, right? You say what? I said, it's about, yeah, the, it's it's about as weird as France, huh? No, I couldn't imagine France being like. I, I still can't. I can't. This it's just a weird place with the, the the white. Well, you know the white people, the white people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the black people act funny. Yeah, they 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 they, they, they act I, funny they down here. I'm like, what is going on? Wow. <laughs> so you know, yes, this is this is a strange place, man. Then like, it's really live now because all the college students here. Oh, right. yeah. They drink. They drink every night, all day through. The, you know, they just they drink this uh, cinnamon whiskey called Fireball down here. Yeah, they drink I that shit like water. Wow. Oh, well, that, it's so, all it's so all a race. Like a whiskey liqueur. Yeah, like, like a, a whiskey liqueur. Yeah. Right. Hey, so, they all on that. So. So I got I got I got another question. You know I got a lot of questions, but you know we, <laughs> hey. we don't have all night. But I got right, a right, question. Right. We got as much time as he got. Would you Would you ever consider, and would you do you desire, to ever work on a project with Royals? Uh, well, Marlon. Well, and let me and let me let me let me say who Royal is. For the record, is Marlon Royal Reed, 
AKA right. furlough, AKA Royal. <laughs> well, I wouldn't hesitate in a heartbeat to work with Marlon because it's just like we've been knowing each other well since you know middle Miller middle school right exactly. <laughs> Miller middle school down the street from the King homes and the Ralph Bunch so you know I would work hey. with your heartbeat to get it done so y'all so. went to Miller and uh Murray Wright Murray Wright together yep. okay yep. wow well, he, he transferred he transferred to, to, to Henry Ford didn't he I think somewhere along in there I so thought you guys he, just met up in high school I know y'all went back no 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 we went to Miller we went to Miller. he was in I forgot what class that was it uh, was uh ah, give me a second here it was uh not Woodshop maybe Woodshop or something like that and Trey, yeah, that's we, how come no, that's how you know worthy and all them from the King homes yeah 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 so we all was all running buddies in that area so uh yeah he would I, I'd have to work with him yeah yeah, and, I, and couple, I would, I would love for y'all to work together, like with me and Newton and the crew doing a, like a cinematic music video. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 no. Let's do it. A hero movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, know, you know, we're trying to work on some stuff. Uh, he's got a lot of good ideas. I'm just really, since I've been teaching that, uh, you know, teaching and learning, I haven't been able to, the creative side in terms of movie making is sort of stopped, but I've, now that I'm shooting a short film, like now I'm realizing, oh man, I got all these ideas. I need to start <laughs> shooting, you know. So listen, yeah, I would, listen. I would do that. Go to my go to my Facebook page. Do me a favor, cause mm. I had tried to hook this nigga up with this with this guy I'm about to tell, and this nigga I'm talking about I'm talking about Marlon. I for years I tried to hook him up with a guy I went to college with in Chicago. Mm. Now he's in L.A. with Marlon. He do big things. This guy's okay. name is Vito Lapicola. He's one of my friends. You can request mm-hmm. him. Hey, like when I, I always tag you guys and shit. When I remember I asked you a question about uh, what's the difference? Oh, right, right. Mm-hmm. That guy, that guy mm-hmm. right there, he's doing shit, really. And he, he's okay. in, he's doing comic on comics. Like he does, he, it's, a, uh, it's like a podcast about um, comic book writers that, that's actually comedians. Because he's a comedian slash writer slash filmmaker. He's in the okay. whole comic book shit and karate ain't he's into everything dog and he's wow, a very that's interesting awesome. guy and I, mm-hmm. I just want him and Marlon to hook up one time they right next to each other right. who <laughs> well, knows you know, you know, what you, they can we, fucking do you, you, you think Bloomington's a strange town LA's a strange town yeah, so right? <laughs> I can understand how you could be right in the same city and not even never <laughs> never but see they, each other but, in, but, but they have LA. been like uh uh, communicating on Facebook, so I, I okay. finally got them. So like, yeah, okay, do good, that. Good, and I would good. love that, cause like, hey man, shit, you know, it's all about networking. It's all about networking. right, right. That's what it's really about, and just being having people around you, this creative that you know had the same drive. You can get anything done. I mean, exactly. that's what's happening down here with this short film. The people yeah. I'm working with, I'm glad I mean, you they mentioned wanted that. to get the grade, but you know, they they're really helpful. I'm glad so, you mentioned that too, cause uh, I want you to. Uh, Tell us about this new project that you're working on. <laughs> I saw the picture of the guy bleeding from his gut. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with that? Right. Well, it, it, reminded, it, was... it reminded me of uh, being an actor. I, I stayed on the floor my fir- first year in Columbia and Chicago. I stayed on the floor with a bunch of film techs. And uh, mm-hmm. there was only a few graphic designers up there. I was in so many 8mm <laughs> films. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wow. Yeah, man. I was like the, the, the film tech one uh actor for everybody you know what i'm saying that's how you gotta be that's how you gotta do it hey, it's just hey, hey dre uh-huh. he wasn't in wasteland though <laughs> no, no. <laughs> hey man, the past, you know the what? Past. That shot of that shot of him with the blood that reminded me of Wasteland so much because you know we yeah. went to town. Every time we had, man, I told you guys the bloody upset, and I turned my back and came around. I was like, oh, I say like that. He destroyed <laughs> his car. Dre had a 
uh, what is that, 1991 Geo something. The storm, the storm. Yep, storm. yep. Sweet, you know what I'm saying? Clean. <laughs> and they put that fake blood everywhere in that car. That serve and that mess was everywhere on the ceiling, yeah, on the yeah, seats, on the floor. Yeah, I had to clean it. It was still there. It was still there it, for it years. It never left, right. That. Yeah, it never <laughs> left. <laughs> so but in any case, uh, in this film, this is a this is a time travel movie. Wow. It's set, it's, set, it's set at the end of the Third World War. I mean, set yeah, the Third World War has happened, and humanity can no longer live on the surface of the earth. They're living wait, in these bunkers. Wait, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> he said the third. <laughs> yeah, we both looking like the Third World War. Yeah, the right. Third World War. Oh, okay. It's set in the future, obviously. Yeah. Okay, so, right. So, and the Third World War happened by accident, so nobody really knows how it all started. But in any case, humanity is now living in these bunkers underground. Mm. But the problem is, is that the radiation from the surface is still sinking down and it's killing people. Uh, so these scientists. Have to come. They created this time machine that they want to use to get people to go back in time to stop the war, you know. Okay. But the problem here again is that the time machine doesn't work that way. It works in such a way that it takes you back to your most emotional point in your life. That might and have been when, when you, the bomb was dropping. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we, we don't know. But when you come back, your time loop closes and you die. Oh wow! So wait, 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 the, the science, uh, your time loop, your time, time loop, loop closes. Time loop. Oh, okay. If you when you go into that past and come back, you die. So your continuum, you know? your continuum disappears. Exactly. Wow. And so the, so they figure, well, since we're all about to die anyway, why don't we just let people use this time machine to go back and tell they love people they love that they love them before you know the end of the world. Oh wow! So this one guy, he you look at these pictures of his him his girlfriend. He dumped this girl before the war. And so he's looking at this picture and says, okay, I got to go back and tell our lover. So he takes the time machine, he, you know, gets in the time machine, goes back in time, gets in the girl's bedroom, and, you know, that's where he materializes that, and he's going to tell her he loves her. And another guy is materialized oh. to tell her the same thing. That's why he <laughs> got stabbed. That's right. So they fought, and he got stabbed. But then, and him and the other guy, the guy and the other, excuse me, the other guy and the girl, they leave out together. But, you know, the world blows up. We go back into the present. You know, both guys are dead, and you see the woman standing in line. She's going back in time to tell somebody that she loved, which is neither one of the two guys. Oh wow! <laughs> you know, then it just circles. It you goes around in a circle bitch. like that. Wow. Yeah, I thought I'd written, I thought I'd written a real romantic script, and then when I finished looking, I said, "Oh my God, this is the grim, darkest the <laughs> version darkest shit. It's like of the future." You selfish, you selfish, dirty bitch! You just played. You know, ass, right? and not only that, but. You know, who's to say when she goes back in time and tell the guy she loves that somebody, somebody else is going to be there? <laughs> right. You know. You might so go cause, back cause... and tell the guy, she go back and tell the guy, I love you. It's four other bitches. Talking about... <laughs> <laughs> but see, because the thing is, we all love different people at different times in our lives. Right. right. So since there's no way to really control that, that's what the problem is with the time machine. And the Oh. Oh, oh shit. Hold on. We got a malfunction on the set. Oh, shit. Keep it going. We got to call him back. We got to call Dre back. Oh, shit. Yeah. Hit the button. Yeah, yeah. We lost him there. Yeah, yeah. My bad. fucked up. Anyway, the point is in the movie, the freaky part of it, you see the bodies because they've been stacking the bodies on the side of the walls of the corridors. So they put this lime over them. You know, so it's like the people covered with whiteness all over the place. It looks really freaky, man. It's it's. 
It's a that, freaky movie, so this, I like it. So okay, so this. So oh, one, one, one more thing. I forgot to add one more thing. It's shot in the style of this 1966 movie called La Jete. It's a La French Jete. movie by this guy Chris Marker. You can probably catch it on YouTube. And then his movie is shot in all in still frames. Wow. So there's no movement. It's a, wow. it's a still frame image, and that's the way I'm shooting this movie. It's kind of like how Marvel so, be showing oh, wow. comic books and shit online. So exactly. Like, so like, exactly. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. I was gonna say, like, how many frames per minute per second that you are showing? Well, you know, it's it's a it's a still frame, and we'll probably okay. hold it. We're holding it for like I don't know how long. Then it depends on the narration because it's all narrated. There's no okay. dialogue. Okay. Okay. And so, but there will be some action shots where the image will speed up, so you can see them doing stuff. And so we save those parts, which okay. is different from the French movie. But you know. Now listen, listen to all that. <laughs> listen to all that, Dre. Mm-hmm. This this brings me to this this question. Man, because that was a hell of a movie that you just explained. Right, like, I will right. watch that shit. Yeah, like, yeah I mean, it's, 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 only gonna be, it's only going to be 10 minutes long, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, but I can see it as a feature-length as a feature length movie. You know what I'm saying? Done artistically, whatnot, whatever. Budgeted mm-hmm. out, whatever. But what, this is the question I'm saying. Great mm-hmm. ideals like this, why can't it be pitched? Because, you know, once you try to pitch this, they're going to try to rape it and, and screw it and turn to something totally different. You know what I'm saying? Well, well see, the thing is, I'm not going to pitch it, though. Those guys could go to hell. I would rather shoot it independently, you know, and, and the way yeah, I want to shoot it in uh, my way. So I, I would have control, at least, well, I'm going to, I've written it, I'm directing it, I'm producing it. So I have, so I have no, no, enough control to shoot it because white filmmakers have a total amount of control when they shoot their stuff, you know, right. because they're white. When, when black filmmakers, they try to take that control away from us, and that's not going to happen. Well, I, how, I do we get, uh, how do we get the dollars to, 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 to film it, though? We have to find other ways to finance movies. I mean, now that we have the internet and online streaming and all this other kind of stuff, there's a myriad of ways to get your stuff out there now. The question is uh, uh, getting investors together to shoot it, and you actually don't need as much money as you think you need, you know, right. if mm. you shoot it well enough. Really, so, you need the money in the marketing. You said what? I you, need the mo- you need the money. To, you need the money to use it for more marketing. I'm sorry. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, try to pay your actors as less as possible. Right. Try to pay everybody as little as possible, and mm-hmm. use that money to, for the marketing, publicity aspect of it. Take the film to festivals. I mean, what you're a- using the budget that you raised really to take the movie to festivals and to promote the movie and yourself. And I think I think you could you could have a reasonably safe career in terms of this movie. I would like this movie to be, if it were financed, to be a series. Because uh, every week you would send somebody back, and you don't know what yeah. you're going back to. It could be a murder, you know. Oh, it could, whatever really highest point in their life would be back, and it would be interesting to see, you know. So I was like, do, do Ken, it's fascinating. Is Ken <laughs> still in, in, like, is Ken still like reputable and have integrity? Or oh yeah, he's... it's still it's still reputable. I mean, we got a lot of money, but you can you can you can uh, negotiate hey, your way in there. Why don't you guys do it as a web series on YouTube? I was I was thinking that too. I mean, it, what's the problem is I realized I overestimated or underestimated how much time I have right now since I'm teaching a class, taking classes, shooting this movie has just been the, the nightmare of my whole semester because I can't, you know, I can't do anything. <laughs> Everything mm. is tied up in there. Uh-huh. Now, if I had shot this in the summer, in between semesters, you know, I'd had this done in, in a couple of days, really. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, but yeah, so yeah, I would, it could be a web series. Um and actually, that's a good idea, actually, uh, because it's 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 low budget, but it's 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 a freaky low budget because right. we're doing uh, things, shooting it differently. I mean, we shot the the images I put up that we shot uh, when they both arrived in the bedroom. We only had two lights, and it just looked beautiful. <laughs> it's like it was like okay. a film noir. It was like something out yeah, of you know, and, and, and it's like, it's in black and white. I'm only shooting in black and white from now on. So the, the, the photos that I saw, that's what it reminded mm-hmm. me of noir, like noir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just I was like, wow, this is like the kind of lighting. 
that I always thought you needed hundreds of thousands of dollars to like do. Like when I'm really... old Humphrey Bogart uh, <laughs> murder mysteries and shit. Hey, you ever, right. you ever thought about right. coming back to Detroit to shoot? Well, Detroit didn't like me. The, you know, I really was struggling there. Uh, even after I got my master's degree, the only job I could get was a parking lot attendant at the Ford Field. They really wanted me to have that job. They were dying. They called me every day to take it. I'm like, guys, I really was looking for something better. <laughs> so, and it's difficult. Detroit is just so segregated. It's just like, yeah. oh my God, I can't stand it. It's still, it's still got that legacy of segregation, even though things are changing. But, you know, it's still changing in a segregated way. It's you know, they're flipping the town to be way. white in the center, you know. And yeah, right. I don't know. It's just weird, man. I mean, I would come back to shoot there, but I'd have to really do some more location-style scouting because since everything's changed now, oh, okay. you know. So you'll come be, to shoot, but you wouldn't want to live here. I still like Detroit, man. I'd find some way to live there. No, okay, okay, okay. I mean, you know, I, I want to listen. I do want to at least get to the south of France, to Marseille, and also also the Cannes. Oh, Marseille, man. See what's going on. Yeah, Marseille is awesome. So, I eat and some more Madeleines in the morning there. and shit. Okay. Right, you know, so, but yeah, I'll, I'll always be back to Detroit, though. Cause I'm, I'm not going to L.A. I don't really like L.A. at all. And I, New York, I don't know what's going on there, so. Dre, <laughs> Dre, let me... Dre, I, you always been a modest fellow, man. I, ever, ever since I met you, I've been knowing you over twenty years now. So, mm-hmm. uh, but let me just ask you: Come on, nigga, you know you want to be rich. You want to be a rich, famous director. Well, uh, that's what multi, multimedia mogul. Yeah, Come on, man. Well, you know, it's just that. Yeah, now that we see what Weinstein's going through, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you ain't going you know, around well, grabbing pussies. You start you thinking got, you can, th- you think you can have anything you want, you know. <laughs> You know, I don't know. No, I, 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 it's not so much I want to be rich. I want to be able to have the freedom to create and do stuff, you know, right. and get it out there rather than that's the feeling of being poor comes from the feeling of not being able to get your stuff out there. You want to be able to do what you want to do and reap a, a nice lifestyle from it. That's just right, exactly. Life. I mean, I think I think of somebody like Prince, you know, Prince had this place, Paisley Park, where he would make a song a day right. from, from beginning of the song to the end of the song to recording it to mixing it down everything would be done in one day so that was 365 songs a day for the last 15 years i mean shout out to to myself he just he just get up in the morning to make a song (laughs) in the the words of sean combs don't chase the money chase the dream the money will come there you go and that's just it yeah chase your past and you chase your dream yeah that's that's what I'm talking about. I mean, I, I mean, I, of course, we all want to be rich, you know. But I mean, I want to just be comfortable enough to be able to, you know, I want to make a film or we're going to record an album. We go and do it, <laughs> you know, with the intention of putting it out and getting people to hear it and doing the show. You know, that's the kind of rich I want to be. You know, not where I don't want to be like, oh, I can't shoot this movie because I don't have the money for it, or, you know, let that stop you from even getting the idea on the page. Right. <laughs> you know. You should always, that's why I tell my students, you know, don't worry about trying to create something original because every story has all been told. It's just the way you tell it. Mm. Yeah, that's what makes it original. And, uh, and, and, and you can go from there, you know, because even my Time Spear story is, it's not, it's, I mean, obviously it was a French film called La Jete and it's been done a couple, I mean, time travel movies are not dime a dozen, but it's the way you do it, you right. know? Yeah. So that's what's interesting to me. And, uh, so my next one will be a zombie movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I gotta be one. I gotta be a zombie. You just well, it's, I think it's gonna be an anti-zombie movie. I think okay. it's gonna be it's gonna be a guy who people think is a zombie, but he's not. Oh, right. <laughs> you well, know, and how they treat him. Yeah, you know, because we were talking about it in class the other day. I said, you know, because we 
talking about cliches, and that's the biggest cliche ever, a zombie movie. But then I thought, what about the ones where, the, you know, the guy's in the hospital, I mean, they think he's dead, and, and he wakes up in the morgue. You know, that actually happened, actually. You know, they thought the guy was dead, and they had him in the morgue in a body bag, and he woke up. <laughs> oh, you know, wow. in that, that scared the shit wow, out of me. Hell yeah. Right, and then, well, imagine you. I mean, as, as a patient, then right. and then people actually thinking he's, a, you know, how his life would be sort of ruined by that. You know? I right. thought to myself, mm, I really, we toy around with that idea for a while. You know, that seems interesting to me. That's what's up. So, yeah, yeah. So those, you know, that's what that's the kind of stuff. I want to be able to have enough money to be able to, you know, okay, let's let's organize production, let's go out and shoot it. You know, that's what's up. Listen, mm. Dre, mm. I. I have thoroughly been entertained. <laughs> no, seriously, right. and it's been it's been a pleasure talking to you. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, man, I, I haven't really talked to you other than right, right. We through Facebook well, in yeah. years. And man, yeah. you you share such great uh, knowledge and information. And uh, we have to do this next time with the uh, with the video. So whenever you're in town, man. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get back there, man. I realized I was driving around the day and I said, you know, I'm homesick. <laughs> I can't look at these little these little roads and country back. Well, I can't take it no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're looking for we're looking for for your projects coming up too, man. And, hey, the yeah, next yeah, time, yeah. The next time yeah. you're in town, we'll film an episode because by then we should be into the video and we'll be right. on the go with you one day, just going around <laughs> looking at the city. That would be fun. You know, we should go around. We'll try to find any, any leftovers of wasteland. Would be funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> Because there is a there is one spot. There is one spot. I think is still still standing somewhere. So oh, you show me. Only we'll thing I know. <laughs> only, only thing. Well, I, I mean, we're making a mark because that was two years ago. Only thing that I know that's still there is Harmony Park. That's it. Oh, you're right. You're right. Where you're I choked right. the oh, shit wow. off that bitch. Yeah, right, I know. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not the way that's supposed to come out. Oh, my bad. Right, right. Let the past <laughs> be the past. You didn't <laughs> want her to leave you. That, right. Well, my bad. My bad. <laughs> so that cry, cry, cry of passion, cry of passion. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she was rude, though, man. She was she was a rude bitch, though, man. <laughs> that was a fun suit, man. Yeah, I, I love shooting Detroit. I love shooting Detroit at night. Shooting Detroit at night is hey, fantastic. Man, I had, that might bring me back, actually. I had a great time doing that. Flowers and trees. Hey, oh, that's right. hey, Dre, you remember Flowers and Trees, man? I'm about to, um, yeah. I'm about to go there, yeah, right? I'm about that. to go here. Mm-hmm. And we had the young lady in the room, and her and Bo was doing the, the love singing, right? Riz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, but, <laughs> didn't, she have, didn't she have a little older to her, man? Yeah, I don't like to talk about that, because, you know, it's, it, you can't smell it through the camera, so. Right. <laughs> I think she had that. Because well, I can only speculate, but I think she had to do something with her boyfriend to get to come down there to do that. Oh, you know? oh wow! So okay. I think she just got off off of one. To come <laughs> yeah, got get on another. I just wanted to get the film done. I was desperate. Right. <laughs> I never forget that day, man. No takes. Just hurry up and shoot. I was <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, hold your breath and let's let's, let's take that. Man, so, we had, uh, we yeah, had a was, lot of fun shooting them films. But I remember you when I you, you really loved that direction I gave when I said, "Now play with yourself." You, you never <laughs> let me. You never let me forget that, dude. <laughs> I can't tell you just said, "Just now play with yourself." <laughs> Greatest direction keep line ever. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. Oh, right. <laughs> I want to every get, time I, I watch that, every time I watch, if ever I watch that movie, stop. I think about that. I was like, right. it didn't dawn on me how that sounded to someone else. <laughs> Play with yourself. Uh, uh, uh. And so, yeah, and so I say stupid like stuff like that. Even now we're shooting, like I tell people, okay, now you're dead, you know, because right. they, they play dead here. So they're like, you know, wow. you're not dead enough. <laughs> so yeah, the directing is fun. Well, see, yeah, man, greatly appreciate you taking this time with us, man. It's yep, been great. Yep, no problem. 
Dre, it's been a pleasure, man. Like I yeah, said it's been earlier. a pleasure talking about it, man. You guys bring up all these nostalgic memories. Now I really want to come home. So, <laughs> hey, listen, listen, before we go, before we let you go, so this uh, this is our fourth episode. And how do you think we did, man, on, on Smoking Thoughts? How do you think we well, did? Well, I mean, you got the questions coming, and you, you, you kept it going, man. So that's that's what a podcast is supposed to be. It's supposed to, you know, keep oh, the subjects man. interesting and moving. So, yeah, yeah, I want to hear the other ones, too, man. Now that I know you guys are on, so, you know. Well, we got one other out there. We'll send you to we'll, we'll send you. we'll set you up with it. We're not really releasing okay. them out yet. So okay. we're still in test mode, pilot mode. But this, okay. this, this, this one, is definitely going, yep. th- yeah, this one's going to make the cut. It's getting better okay. and better, brother. Yep. All right, man. Yeah, I love to hear him, man. It's all right, man. We had a great semester. guest today, so it made the flow easy. And that's <laughs> Andre what it's all Seawood, about. everybody. Seawood. All right, y'all. For all right, y'all. Take Seawood. it easy. Give a shout Remember out to Smoking Thoughts Andre for us, Seawood. man. Smoking Thoughts, man. Smoking all day, thoughts, all night. <laughs> Smoking Thoughts. I'm not known as a title. <laughs> all right, man. All right, Andre. Appreciate it. Later. Yep. Oh, yeah, man, that was man, awesome. That was, awesome. That was yeah. great right there. That's what's up. Man, Seawood helped us so much, man. We probably did about 40 songs at Seawood House. Yep. Put low layers, took us no, off No, I'm not going to say 40 songs. About 30. Easy 30. Yep. Took us off the ground, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Learned did. a lot from him, you know? Yep. If it was never him, that four track that he used for his movies, the four track recorder and she he used for his movies, I'm sitting over there one day while he editing his movies. I'm like, man. Can we record music on this? He was like, yeah, sure could. This is a story I wanted to bring up, and it slipped my mind. It's all but, right. And that's how it started, man. And I met Seawood through Marlon Reed. Y'all heard him bring up Marlon Reed during the, the episode. So I want y'all to be intrigued of who Royal is, because Royal's going to be a guest, yeah, too. We're getting Royal. He's another filmmaker. He's out in Cali, so he's busy. Mm-hmm. He worked for Disney and all that. And he used shit, to live so. right next door to me, so he's a big bro to me. And he introduced us he to Seawood. Like, he was like uncle to me. All right. He introduced us to Seawood. But uh, this is it. We're going to wrap this one up for Smoking Thoughts. Yeah. That's the new name. Y'all remember that. Look it up. We on SoundCloud, iTunes. Go to wherever you can to get this podcast, y'all. Smoking Thoughts. I'm new. I'm Bill.